Hallelujah. But anyway, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 is how Jesus lived. It's how Jesus led. But more than that, it's how Jesus loved. Because it's by our fruit they'll know we're His disciples. And so when we're walking with Christ, what we've been studying, I, I just can't express how important six, 5, 6, 7, even though we might have heard Sermon on the Mount for years and years, is just even more important now. He's saying, this is how I lived. This is my guidebook. You want to know my guidebook? This is how I lived. This is how I loved. And since you're my disciples, this is how I lead. And uh, I want you to turn with me, because last week I just said it. I didn't read it. Go to Psalms 107, because... This has just been burning in my spirit. Because we've been talking about being the salt and the light of the earth. And how many know there's a lot of darkness out there? And you know, so many times I hear people say, Pastor, I quit my job. I couldn't stand those people. You know, they irritated me. Well, you know, maybe you were there to irritate them. And that's why they were irritating you. Because salt will irritate you. And when you're the salt of the earth and when you're the light, how many of you know I told you in the early in the morning uh, when somebody comes turn the light on and you're sound asleep and that light comes on, that, that can irritate your eyes and salt can irritate you. Well, some, a lot of times we just keep trying to change churches, change mates, change friends, change jobs because I want to find where I get comfortable at. But I could keep a track record on a few people that I've bet for a few years um, been about six, seven jobs. And, you, and, you know, they send prayer requests. I, I'm looking for another job. There's been a few people, six, seven churches, because they irritated me at the last six or seven. There's a few. Our record so far was eight wives, and he, he's not here right now. I guess he went to look for number nine. But anyway, you know, I got irritated with that, too. Well, you know, I think God's trying to irritate something out of you, not out of the situation, but out of you and out of me. Amen. <laughs> so anyway, I want you to see in Psalms 107, because talking about salt, salt purifies. And if anything is going to bring forth the light, it's going to be the purity of the word. And the word penetrates. Salt penetrates. It penetrates the infection. There's infection in the church. There's infection in the bride. There's infection in the body. There's always been infections in the body that Christ has been so good to and redeemed. And I want you to see this in Psalms 107, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. For the mercy, His mercy endures forever. How many can say amen? goes on to say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and the south. They wandered in the wilderness in desolate way. They found no city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then look at this. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. I want to stop right there. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. What if they had been worshiping and crying to the Lord all the time? They would have never gotten into the trouble that they had to start crying to the Lord to get them out of. If the salt loses its saltiness, if the light is put under a bushel, that I don't want to see that scripture. I don't want to see that revelation. I don't want to see that truth because it's going to get me to seeing something that I don't want to see. So let's just put that part of the word under a bushel. 
these people saying, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for His mercy endures forever. He redeemed us out of the hand of the enemy and has praised Him. Then it says, but in their trouble, they cried to the Lord. And how many of you know, there may be some trouble, but I'm believing we don't have to go through all the trouble just because some other people have to go through the trouble. And look at this. They cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. And He led them forth by the right way. Say right way. And look what His plan was. I saw this. That they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Did they go to a city? No. They died in the wilderness. They never learned their lesson. The wilderness irritated them. The commandments irritated, needed to irritate the sin out of them. God says, I want to bring you to dwell in cities. I redeemed you from the captivity of Egypt. I delivered you from the world, Pharaoh, Satan. I've delivered you from all of the curses that I brought upon the Egyptians to bring you to a city. And they never made it to a city. Because once he led them the right way and everything started working good again, they so easily slipped back into the old. And it goes on to say, in verse 8, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. If they would have just continued praising him for his goodness like they started out. If they would have continued to sing the song of Miriam every day. Oh, sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and riders thrown into the sea. If they would have continued praising him for his goodness. And for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry soul with goodness. Those that sat in darkness and in the shadow of death. Bound in affliction and irons. Verse 11, because they rebelled. Because they rebelled, because they rebelled against the words of the Most High, because they rebelled against the words of the Most High and despised the counsel of the Most High, there's the salt and there's the light, the Word of God. And I shared with you last week, and we won't go back over those scriptures, that salt is also a sign of a believer rebelling against the world system. It's a sign of... Uh, Hezekiah, who went in and started tearing down the structures and the idols and the idolatry. It's a sign of a Christian taking a hold of the word of God, being restored back to the truths, walking in the truth of God. Start rebelling against the world and the enemy. Start rebelling against the things that we know that is not right. But it says instead of rebelling against the enemy and what was not right, they rebelled against the words, the words of God, the salt. And despised the counsel, the light revelation of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor, and they fell down, and there was none to help. But look at verse 13. And they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. Isn't it amazing? The day after 9-11, the churches were filled. When trouble happens to America, the churches are filled. When everything's okay, the churches empty out. And they fell down and there was none to help. And they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of the shadow of death. He broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that man would give thanks for the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, hallelujah, for he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Oh, and if men would be thankful that God has delivered and saved me. Lord, I praise you that you saved me. You saved me out of the rottenness of the lifestyle. And the, well, someone bound for hell, you saved me from the addictions and the curse. You saved me from hell. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. He saved me again. He rescued me again. His mercy endures forever. But. 17 fools because of their transgression because of their iniquities were afflicted their soul aboard all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death and they cried out to the Lord in their trouble oh here it is again and they cried out to the Lord in their trouble 
and he saved them. Oh, merciful God, he saved them out of their distresses. Verse 20, he says, I've got to get to the infection. I've got to get to the root that is causing them. It's, I've taken them out of Egypt, but now, as you know, it's to get Egypt out of them. I've taken them out of the world. I've taken them out of sin. I've taken them out of the curse. But, oh, to get the curse out of them, to get the world out of them. And he sent his word. He sent his salt. He sent his light and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. I've got to get my word in their heart. I've got to get into that wound. And even though that salt hurts and, and they just want me to automatically heal it, I have delivered them time and time again. And they have returned like a dog back to its vomit and to get to the root of it and for them to learn to live and to love and to lead the life that I showed them. I've got to get to the very root of it. I've got to put the salt in that wound. And I've got to cleanse it and I've got to heal it. And I've got to destroy what is causing that wound not to heal up. I've got to get to it. So he says he sent his word. He sent his counsel. He sent his revelation to heal them. Sometimes healing's going to hurt. How many of you remember when you were kids, you'd get a cut or, or, or a splinter, and your mama take it out, but then all of a sudden it looks like the you know, pus has come back and the infection's back and the finger's even redder. And that means, honey, I've got to go in there again. I didn't get it all. How I many you know sometimes pain is the cost of getting to the root of the issue? Or cutting your foot back open where there was some glass and she thought she had taken it all or the sand or whatever the case may be. Getting back in there to cleanse it. And it goes on to say he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that man would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving, declare his works with rejoicing. And, And then look at verse 22. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. How many people say, I'm at my wit's end. I wonder why. It says in verse 28, then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble. And he brings them out of their distresses and he calms the storm so that it waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the company of the elders. All we've got to do is live a life of worshiping and praising God and being hungry and thirsty for his word. It would save us so many troubles to be asking God to deliver us out of. If we take the counsel, the wisdom of the Lord that leads us to a long, good life. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Oh, that men would say, Father, I want your word. Give it to me. Correct me. Rebuke me. I know you love me as a father, so whatever you have to tell me as a father, tell it to me. Give it to me. Because I want to be corrected. Amen? Salt heals. It purifies. How many of the church is a place of healing and purification? Our word, he said he sent his word. This word is a message of healing. Every time we read it, it's a message of healing. Amen? Salt penetrates. It shocks our systems so that healing can begin. It burns away infections. It heals the wounds. It's a sign and a type of reformation and rebellion against the enemy. It's also a sign. It says in Revelation to the seven churches, I have somewhat against you. And all of them is because they lost their saltiness and they lost their love for the light of the word. 
They lost their saltiness. They lost their first love. They got into bed with Jezebel, all these different things that they were doing. They started compromising. They didn't stay with the Word of God. God said, I delivered you out of distresses. I promised you to rule and reign with me. You're doing so many things so well, but there are some things I hold against you. I cannot taste you. I cannot taste your worship. It's lukewarm. It's not, it doesn't have the substance that it's supposed to have because you're not spending the time with me that you need to spend. Mm. Truth challenges the poison of unbelief. Truth challenges the poison of tradition. And truth brings forth the light. Salt breaks and attacks intimidation and overcomes the darkness. Salt, if you're taking notes, represents salt represents spiritual influence. Light represents spiritual radiance. Salt represents the Spirit of God. Light represents the life of the Son of God. I mean, no, that's what we want. We don't want to be hiding in under a bushel. The light is the life and the anointing to shine in these last days. Look at Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. I shared last week that if we were already ready for TV, uh, ministry would be on TV. This would usually be black and the, this part would be black because the darker the background is, the brighter and lighter and more clearer the images are with a black background. Well, we're living in dark days, but the church is going to shine bright and Jesus is going to be exalted and Jesus is going to be seen because the darker gets on the outside, the brighter the church is going to shine. Uh, listen, the world may say the devil's got the power, but his power cannot outshine the power of the Most High God. The world, the world, I tell you, there's something getting ready to happen to where the liberals are not going to have the loudest sounding voices because somebody's going to be willing to get on the rooftops and they're going to be willing to shout out from the rooftops and blow the trumpet in Zion and I'm believing that God is getting ready in Sunday night I'm going to be sharing on Sunday night God put on my heart I need to share on the power of persuasion because we've been talking about different things on Sunday night about the church but there's something about the church we got to get a hold of is the power of persuasion and because one of the issues of persuasion is that we've got to be so sold in what we believe that we don't leave anybody any doubt that we don't have the best to offer them but one of the things we've got to understand about persuasion is one of the great things about persuasion is appearance. And for a long time, the ones who have been representing the church has had not the right appearance. It may be the right look as far as a suit and a tie goes, but I tell you, it's time to see some John the Baptist and some, uh, and some, uh, 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 some, uh, um, Deborahs and some men and women of God that it's, it's not the tradition, it's not the position, it's not what they've gotten from some party because we know the person who represented the evangelicals of the United States was caught with another man and humiliated his family and hurt a church over there in Colorado and we knew all these different ones who've raised their voices and many times when they were able to say things it wasn't convincing enough it, but I believe that we're going to come to the times where God 
God is going to anoint the tongues of normal men and women, young men and young women, who are going to have enough wisdom that's going to shut the mouths of the gainsayers to where the world is not going to be able to come back with a good reply and leave the believer silence. But I believe the believer is going to be able to respond to leave the world silence because we have the wisdom, the divine wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel of God. And I believe God is getting ready to put the salt back into the church to where God is going to raise up a voice like the voice of John the Baptist sounding in the wilderness that's going to irritate the kings that are living in harlotry, that's going to irritate the adulteresses in the White House, that's going to irritate the people in sin, and they're going to ring out in a voice, you know you are living in sin, you know you're despising the Word of God, you know you're putting water in the Word of God, you know you're losing your saltiness, you know you're playing church, you know you're playing with sin, you are not fooling nobody, you fools are dying in the midst of your sin that's brought on by the selfishness of your lives. What is your opinion on homosexuality? What is your opinion on hell? Larry King? I'm looking for the right ones. And I believe this is the hour. Because what I'm hearing, I'm hearing a bunch of ex-meths. I'm listening to a bunch of ex-prostitutes. I'm hearing a lot of people coming out of dungeons and prisons and dragons like Joseph. And they don't have nothing. To, they've given up college and they've given up so many things because they said, I thought I ruined my life till I found Jesus. And when I found Jesus, I already lost it all. So there ain't nothing more worth trying for. I ain't going to try to work for this or work for that. All I know now is he saved me from a death I was for sure going to. And now I'm going to preach about my king of kings. And I'm going to preach the Lord of lords. And I may dress in camel's hair. And I may be eating white locusts. But I, I, want, I don't live by what everybody else lives by. I live by the word of the Lord. And the word that I live by, I don't want it sulfurous. I don't want it weak. I don't want it watered down. I want the pure power of the Word of God to rise up out of my spirit like a mighty sword cutting asunder what's trying to destroy my nation, trying to penetrate in the government, trying to destroy young people, trying to cause young people to be so addicted to another high on some type of machine or some type of plaything or some type of this or that. I want to get them on a high in worship and praise. I want to get them on a high in the spirit and the knowing and the power of the Most High God. I want them to have their own burning bushes experiences even in the midst of their bedroom. Even in the midst of their playtime, I want to get my fire burn on the inside of them. And I want to give them a vision and an insight of another God. Not the God of mom and dad, but the God that raised Christ Jesus from the dead and caused him to walk. Caused him to walk. And the power of the resurrection. Did you hear? There's a healing revival going on here. Let's go over here. Did you hear? There's another revival going over here. Let's go over there. Did you hear? There's a new guru in India. Let's go over there. Did you hear? There's a new guru blah, 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 in China. Let's go over there. Everybody's trying to find out where God is and go where God is. Don't you know? You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. I don't have to. I don't have to be chasing. I don't have to be chasing. Going around. I'm a whole revival. I'm a whole time in the power and the presence of God. I ain't got to be chasing man. I'm chasing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm chasing the presence of God, and I ain't even getting through the second page. I didn't read Isaiah 60, did I? 
Yeah. I'm getting a light Wednesday night. I think I'm going to stay home on Sundays and just come on Wednesdays. You people are something. Holy Spirit says, I'm going to wait and go on Wednesday too. People on Sunday morning, half of them don't want to be here. But on Wednesday night, that's some sold out people. I think I'll go, think I'll go dance with them, says the Holy Spirit. People on Wednesday night don't want church, want me, says the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. You didn't have to spend the gas for something in your heart's crying out something for something more. Mm. 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 I want an encounter. I want this church to have an encounter. I die, this church don't have an encounter. I didn't leave the Argentine revival to see nothing happen in Louisiana. We're going to see a revival. We're going to see signs and wonders. We're going to be one of those that the outpouring is going to be poured out upon. They're prophesying it from Florida, and we're going to see it here in Louisiana. We're going to see the glory of God manifested. But we're going to get it, and we're going to keep it, or I don't want it. I don't want five years. I don't want one year. I want it till Jesus comes, and I want the next generation to keep it going. I don't want a drink. I don't want a bucket. I want the well. I want the well here. I want the well that don't run dry. I want the well that satisfies every living soul and being and brings deliverance and freedom to the people. I want that crystal river here. I want the living presence of God here. And it's going to cost us. And I believe the, the people who sacrificed to come on Tuesday nights. And t- last night was another awesome night. Oh, my. I went to get some prayer cloths and God knocked me on the stairs. I couldn't even get to them. There's something on Tuesday night. Then Wednesday night. And in the name of Jesus, Sunday morning, the religious spirit going to break. You know, you got a lot of visitors. And so... You know, the atmosphere, you know, people are scared and worried. And uh, I think we ought to scare them just real good. You done got scared. Now relax. Just enjoy the ride. You're in the roller coaster. We done shut the bars down over your legs. Got the music blaring. And you're going to ride this Aerosmith rocket chair all the way across and you ain't getting off until it stops. Keep your hands and legs in. <laughs> oh, where am I? Holly, mm. just raise your hands and praise Him. Just raise your hands and praise Him. For the Lord is good. <laughs> praise Him. If, me, if men would praise Him for His goodness and His loving mercy that endures forever. His loving kindness and mercy that endures forever. Oh, if men would praise Him for His goodness 
We're not waiting till the trouble. We're praising you. When everything's going great, we're praising you in the good times. We're praising you in the trouble times. We're praising you in the boat. We're praising you in the boat before the waves, and we're praising you in the boat when the waves arise. We're praising you in season and out of season. We're glorifying you in season and out of season. We're magnifying you in season and out of season. We're exalting you in season and out of season. We're ready and we're salted. We're salted. Hallelujah. We're just gaining back our salt. Thank you, Lord. You're putting salt in the body. Thank you, Lord God. You're raising up your body to exalt you and reflect you and magnify you. That the darker the days get, the brighter you're going to shine and the more glory to your precious name. We praise you and we exalt you, Lord. Mm. Mm. Isaiah 60. Well, Ricky didn't go to sleep tonight. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Come on, let it go. Go, just let it go. Don't hold it back. Just let loose. Just let loose. Go ahead. He's here. Let it loose. Praise him. Mm. Mm. Is he good? They let the redeemed shout it out. Is he good? Is he good? For every, every person who used his name in vain today, can you praise his goodness with a shout? Can you praise his name with a shout? For every person around this world who blamed God for some tragedy and some evil and some bad, can you praise God and shout for the good, the goodness of the God, the goodness of God, the goodness of God, the goodness of God. Don't let the world and the negativity of men outshout the saints about my God is a good God. My God is a faithful God. My God is a wonderful God. My God is a loving God. My God is not a dammer. My God is a blesser. He's a glory and the lifter of my head. This poor man cried unto the Lord in his distress. He heard me from his holy hill. He delivered me. He rescued me. He rescued me. He didn't kill me. He didn't kill my baby. He didn't allow the Williams stretch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their grandson just flipped it a Tahoe four times, was thrown out of the Tahoe just yesterday, thrown out of the Tahoe, and a friend, no seatbelt, thrown out of the Tahoe, flipping four times, got out, got up without a scratch. Come on. Come on. Come on. You praise the God for them. You're praising God for yourself. You're praising 
God for your children and your grandchildren. Come on and praise the Lord, for He's a good God. He's a glorious God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. They told David, where is your God? William said, I'll tell you where my God is. He kept my husband from a widow maker. He kept my grandchild from being thrown out of a truck. He's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's my provider. He's my everything. He's my peace in the storm. He's the anointing that causes the yoke to be totally annulled and broken and annihilated. He's the glory and the lifter of my head. I praise Him from the rising of the sun to the setting thereof. He, he's the reason I live. He's the reason I breathe. He's the reason I can glorify, jump around. I ain't in no wheelchair. I ain't no crippled. I got a good body, a good heart. I can magnify. You got a voice. Do you have a voice? The Word of God says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Let everything that have breath. Praise Him. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him when they laugh at you. Praise Him when they ridicule you. Praise Him when they irritate you. The more they irritate you, the more you're going to take it out on the devil. Devil, you sent that person to irritate me? Well, devil, I'm going to irritate you. I'm going to be salt on your bruised head. I'm going to remind you of hell. I'm going to remind you of the pit. I'm going to remind you of the chains. I'm going to remind you of Calvary, the nails, the blood, the whip, the spear, and the empty tomb. Go ahead and irritate me. I'll take it out on you. I don't wrestle flesh and blood. I know who I wrestle against, Satan. I think there's a Shambach anointing in this place. <laughs> oh, whoo. Come on, you you make it. You make a noise. You laugh, you cry, you shout, you run. Come on, let's get revival starting tonight. Woo! Hey. Praise yourself out of that pit. Because he didn't put you in there. Don't you blame God. God didn't put you in no pit. He ain't got no pits. He said, I'm taking you out of the Maori clay, out of the pit, and put you on the rock to stay. I'll make your feet hind feet. Go in high places. Glory be to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. No, you keep going. No, you keep going. Always want to put it on the preacher. No, it's, it's the people. It's the people. You keep going. You keep going. I'm through. You keep going. Now you preach. You sing. You shout. Come on. It's discipleship night. Come on. You run. It's discipleship night. It ain't my night. It ain't my prophet. It ain't my auditorium. It's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on. You, you get it going. You get it going. You stir it up. You stir it up. Come on. You praise God tonight. You praise God. You keep it going. You keep it going. Woo! You keep it going. Come on. Do we have any Methodists? Get up and run.
We got any Catholics? Get up and run. Got any Baptists? Come on, get up and run. Let's, let's just break denominations tonight, and let's get into the glory tonight. Come on, let's represent everybody tonight. Revival! Lord, we cry out for revival! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Hey! Woo, come on! <laughs> come on, you keep it going! <laughs> Make God smile! Make the devil cry! Make God smile! <laughs> Make him laugh! He says he laughs! At the feeble plans of man. Go ahead and make him laugh tonight. Hallelujah! 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 <laughs> Woo! Come on, breathe in some of that fresh air. Whoa! Oh, it feels good! Come on, get rebaptized tonight. I'm going to the river to be rebaptized tonight. <laughs> Come on, get some of that fire. Get some of that fire. You got some? God is smelling what was in the Holy of Holies. It's going up. He likes it. <laughs> Come on, give him some more that he likes. Give God what he likes. Give God what he likes. He kept saying, if my people would praise me, if my people would praise me, that's what God likes. Come on, give him some more. Give him some more. Smell good. Give him some more. Smell good. Give him some more fragrance. Give him some more. Give him some more. Mm. Huh? You see it? Huh? Oh, there's images that appear in there all the time. You see it right up? Yeah, I see. Right there at the top. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to see them face to face. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Touching Jesus' face. Oh, can you imagine? Mm. Ah, my God. Be healed, Floyd. Be healed, Son of God, in Jesus' name. Be healed. Disappear, disintegrate, in Jesus' name. Be made whole. You hot. Oh, you are burning. Burn it out of him, Lord. Burn it out. Oh, my, 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 my. My, my, my. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh, oh, it's hot, huh? 
Somebody get touched tonight? Yeah, he's great. Great is the Lord. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness, beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth, his Mount Side on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody get healed tonight. Somebody get healed. Anybody got a touch, got healed tonight? Anybody? You did? People just praising God. Oh, well, tell, tell somebody, tell somebody I got healed tonight because it's, it's such a confused mess. Bunch of drunk people. We're going to have to start having coffee after church just to sober you up, you to get home. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I guess we're going to have to go ahead and order some Word of Grace bumper stickers, and I'm going to tell the mayor that if any of Word of, Gra- Word of Gracers get pulled over for drunk driving uh, on Wednesday or Sundays, just let them go because they're not drinking what you think they're drinking. They're drinking from the well. No more little cup. Drink it from the well. Hallelujah. Now, I tell you what, boy. This, this is church. Where he just takes over. We may be two months before we finish these few pages. But who cares? I believe you're going to come in here and ain't going to be nothing going on but Holy Ghost. People falling, running. I think it's starting with you. But remember, you are containers. But not to keep it, to give it away. So I want you to do Sunday what you're doing today. Even if it's not your style of music, do it for the Lord. And stir it up. Contagious containers. That's exactly it, brother. Contagious containers. Viruses. Holy Ghost viruses. Just stir it up where you are. Just skip by them and and you get free. And if you say, well, they're looking at you, well, let them look. They looked at Jesus too. I know they probably looked at that man who was let down through the roof and Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. You pick up your bed and walk. I bet he didn't walk. I bet he ran and jumped. I bet they looked at him and they thought, I bet, some even said, I, they, you know, they were there saying, I bet that was all a put on and a fake. They paid him to act like a paralytic. You can't pay somebody to be put in a stretcher down a roof. And strapped in, not strapped in, yeah, not strapped in. And you couldn't pull one on Jesus. Oh, if it was my little girl that he told her rise and give her something to eat, I'd I'd be like that man. Jesus says, "Don't you tell nobody." Oh, I gotta tell somebody. Remember Don San Francisco? I gotta tell somebody. 
No, 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 don't. i got to tell somebody. My little girl was dead. I was preparing. The mourners were already doing their job. They were already crying and whining. And the family was already saying, we lost our little Tabitha, but I talked to her. But Jesus came. And and Jesus came, and he grabbed her by the hand, and he told her, arise. And she arose. Don't Jesus, I can't. i got to tell somebody. You are the light of the world. Look at Jeremy say, i got to tell somebody. I gotta tell somebody. I gotta tell somebody. Woo! Mm. God is so good. We're not gonna wait till Sunday morning. Sunday school at nine. Church at ten thirty. Tell somebody you love them and just greet them and hug them in the glory of Jesus. God bless you.